Hey, all right. How you doing, Sam? Why, why do you sound like a clown? I, I, you know why. Before, before we do our pod, we do like a, a ten-second grace period of sound clarity or whatever, like a sound test. And uh-huh. sync test. A sync test. Sorry, you're the tech guy. I don't know what I'm doing. Um, I can't even, <laughs> I can't even sync my own headphones and and uh, microphone uh, mic. But um. We we do the countdown. To that was almost a sentence. <laughs> we, we, we we do the, we, we do the we do the countdown on go to make sure we're all synced together. Our our audio is you know is matches, and instead of clicking record to begin recording the podcast, I pressed play. <laughs> and um, Amen. yeah, so that's where I am on this uh, on this Tuesday. It's Tuesday. Um. Oh, how, it's only Tuesday. How was your weekend, Sam? It was a big weekend for entertainment. Did you indulge at all, or did you were, you were you out and about being a social butterfly? Um, never that. Never. Um, I. What did I do this weekend? I didn't do shit this weekend. I just hang out with my boy. Um. Yeah, no, I did watch Stranger Things this weekend. All of it. And all of it. Okay. And I'm. I'm I'm really surprised because I talked a lot of shit about season three, like I talked a lot of shit about season and three. two. I hated and it. two, I hate it. Yeah. and two. Yeah, I think both of them were not necessary and they felt like they were directionless and they didn't really know what to do, but they were continuing the story anyway. I mean, the Russians really, really. It's the anyway, 1980s um, propaganda. Hey man, whatever. But as much shit as I talked, this season was really good. It was like. It, it was great because it was focused. There was a clear villain. It wasn't just abstract like monsters running around. There's a clear villain that they are fighting against. Um, and it just, it, it's like, oh, this show is so much better when there's like a centralized antagonist rather than in a force, okay. you know? Like instead of it just being like, oh, the enemy is the upside down and anyone inside of it. it no, it's like, no, there's this guy who's fucking with the town. And I like that a lot. Okay. I think that's a much better direction for the show. Uh, kind of turns it into Scooby Doo, you know. Um, like season, I like that. Like season but, one was. Exactly. Season one yeah, came in hot, bro. Fun. Season one was fantastic, and then it was great. Yeah, it was really good. Um, I I really like season 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 four. Okay. Right, and this is only part one. Part two comes out in July, I think. Okay. Well, but yeah, it's really good. It's um, really good, I, I, and it's not that scary. It's not that scary. Okay. You'll be fine. Because I saw a comment that like um, they went really, really dark this season, and they lost all the humor. Oh, and they, and they it's lost gory. All the humor. It's gory. It's very. Okay. Oh no, there's there's plenty of humor. Okay. There's plenty of humor. Um, but it is very gory. Okay. It's very gory. It's um, if you don't like bone snapping and Ooh. body parts being bent in ways that you shouldn't. Um, okay. You know. All right. Prepare for that. A lot of that. But it's not scary. I don't think it's that scary. And I think it's it's the the moments that are funny, they they land really well. It does have a lot of failed jokes for me, but I'm a I'm a tough crowd. So yeah, I feel it. Take that as you will. I have not watched it yet. Some, um yeah. uh, Star Wars kind of overshadowed Stranger Things for most households, I wanna say. Um Kenobi was yeah, like a opposite for me. Opposite for you, opposite naturally. For uh but yeah, Kenobi's like the biggest um quote unquote opening for a, a Disney Plus streaming show, which is cool. Um, I believe that. I saw Top Gun with my auntie. Uh, I watched the first one because of my auntie. 
Um, mm-hmm. uh, is it as homoerotic as it should be? Yes, it, it, it is, and it is still 1980s white American. Sorry, bullshit. Um, uh, it's it's just a bunch of, you know, good-looking white guys dressed young young guys dressed in, you know, in uniform, bragging about their skills and how many confirmed kills they have and who's the best pilot and, you know, they're they're all flexing with their with their call signs and it's just it's meant to yeah, it's just it's meant to look it's it's meant to make the air force and the navy look cool so young people want to like join the dopest shit in the planet yeah, yeah. so um i think they're not this is not a top gun maverick um episode pod but um i think it's a lot of hype behind it everyone who's everyone who's calling it a perfect film and all that not all that not sorry not nonsense but um for me, damn bro, for, you, got, you, for, you got you got something to say? Like for me, it has. What you gotta say? For me, it has the say it with your chest. <laughs> for me, it has the uh, James. <laughs> for me, <laughs> hey. <laughs> hey, 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 um, it has the uh, James Cameron effect, where the film, if anything, it's a technological. It's it's a, it's an achievement in how they were able to um, make these flight sequences and like capture and make it as real as possible and and capture all the uh the accuracy of of how these you know aircraft would fly it, it, it's, it's exciting mm-hmm. all the all the scenes where tom is you know being a test pilot and, and demonstrating it's exhilarating but the story and the characters i'm like bro this would play better than star wars this is oh okay. this, this is basic like like it's it's a it's a spectacle, but the story and characters I'm not invested. Miles Miles Teller was good, but um, but yeah, this is not a Top Gun Africa episode. Um, it wasn't for me. It's 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 for a generation of people who are from that time. Um, <laughs> but uh, let's talk about. I, I want to talk about Kenobi first and end with Atlanta, if that's okay. Yeah, that sounds good to All me. Right. Um, um, I'll steer the com- the Kenobi conversation. Okay. You know what I had to say? Okay. No, go ahead. <laughs> go ahead. Um, I, so, I wouldn't take this from you. So, yeah. So, like, it was a few days ago. It was, uh, this dropped May 27th. So, May 26th it was, like, Christmas for me, bro. I was like, fam, I'm so much anticipation. I'm giddy. I'm excited because, you know, 10 years ago, the prequels got a lot of hate. You know the overuse of CGI, the writing, the acting, and then we got the. They're still getting hate. Not I'm still not as them. much now. I didn't st- not as much now. Like I didn't a- stop a- after the sequels didn't really tell a story, but they looked pretty. Uh, and we get you know the Mandalorian and the announcement that you and McGregor's coming back and we're doing Kenobi. That's that's what fans were asking for when they first announced. Oh, besides the trilogy, we're doing anthologies. Okay, great. We want. A, a Boba Fett standalone and a, and a, and a Obi Wan standalone. Here's Han Solo origin story. What? We 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 don't want a Han Solo origin. <laughs> Han Solo origin story. All right, fine. Uh, but yeah, it's years later, and the prequels now have a, a newfound respect that simply wasn't around. Even Hayden Christensen has a newfound respect. Like, Star Celebration just happened this past weekend, and he no. was. No, that's bad, and he should feel bad for what he did. Not at all. Not at all. Uh, you know, I'm joking. Actors, I'm joking. I'm joking. It's never the actor. It's re- it's, it's rarely ever the actor's. It's fault. never the actor's fault. Yeah. yeah, George Lucas seems like a weirdo. Yeah, like <laughs> he just seems like a strange guy. So, but um, I, I believe it. But yeah, uh, 
it, it, it's it's honestly amazing for our generation who grew up with, with um, Star Wars. This was our introduction to it. This is what Star Wars always was. It, it was always Jedi versus battle droids, you know, before it was, you know, the Rebels versus Stormtroopers, at least for me and anyone whose first movie was The Phantom Menace. Yeah, for me, the, I think my first movie wasn't The Phantom Menace. My first movie was the middle one. Uh, Attack of the Clones? Yeah. Nice. Okay, okay. That was my first Star Wars movie. Okay. I went to see it with my mom and my best friend and his cousin. Okay. Um, it was pretty dope. I was really excited about it. it. It's made for kids. It's made for kids. Yeah. Um, I, as, a, as an adult, I, I hate it, but yeah. as a kid, I was like, woo, this is, yeah. shiny lights. Exactly. It, it's a spectacle. Um, so, yeah, this, this show takes place 10 years after the events of episode three, uh, Revenge of the Sith. And I love the whole previously on Star Wars. Like, like if you're a fan, you probably watched the, the prequel trilogy again leading up like I did. But you don't have to because this little... I did not. This, uh, you didn't have to because this it, it, is, it, it catches you up. Everything from the Phantom Menace leading up. I also ooh. skipped it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, fine. Um, uh, lots of similarities where Obi-Wan is mentally to, to Luke and Last Jedi, but for different reasons, and it plays out differently. Like, with, for, mm-hmm. for Luke, okay, you, you blame yourself for losing your nephew to the dark side and you in your hubris repeated the mistakes of the Jedi. I get it. But that, that was just like, Obi-Wan lost his entire way of life. Like he dedicated his life to being a Jedi. He, it was his master's dying wish. Train the boy. He's the chosen one. He, he fails in the biggest way. The, 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 all his friends are gone. Like literally order 66, like murdered, massacred, genocide, gone. All he has left is the offspring of Skywalker and Padme and looking, looking out for them and, and just seeing where, where he is on Tatooine and what he's doing. He really is beaten down. He really is a shadow of the person he used to be. And New McGregor's performance is just, is just amazing. I, I, I love... I'll say, yeah? I'll say that about the show. He's doing a good job. Okay. He's doing a good job. But we'll get into that later. Okay. Please continue. Okay. Um, um, you know, he's working at this uh, little fish factory out in the desert, Tatooine, which is funny. Like, you're in the desert, but you're still, like, hauling fish. Uh, yep. Um, we see the cave where he's staying at. Um, ben Safdie, Benny Safdie, um, one half of the Safdie brothers who directed Uncut Gems, is, uh, is, is the young Jedi who ends up getting hung. Um Oh, okay. I, I'm jumping around, but um, I'm not. I'm not, you know, going in order. But I do the scenes that stand out to me that like really showed where Kenobi is now. When he calls him out in, in the middle of the night, like Master Kenobi, um, you don't know me, but um, my name is Nari, and help me, bro. Yeah, help me. He's like, take your lightsaber and go out to the desert, bury it. The fight is over. We lost. It's done. Like and like, you can hear like there's a there's, there's this little tremble. In his in his voice, like he like he's he's traumatized, and how 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 yeah. could he how could he not be? Um, I I love the Inquisitors. I love how they look. Um, uh, it, it's nice to see um, Han from uh, the Fast and Furious franchise playing the the uh, shark head guy, uh, who we meet okay. who, who we meet in Rebels. I'm pretty sure that's who he is. The I think he's the I seventh think... brother. I think. You know, I'm not gonna lie. I think they look like dorks. 
They, but in a good being way. Critic- like, they are dorks, honestly. Like, yeah, they look like dorks, but in a good like way. They're, like, like they're not that's, like they're not even Sith acolytes. Like, and they're not even Sith. They're, they're just dark. They're dark Jedi, and they look. And they're just dark people. Yeah, they're like, yeah, it's a phase. And, I'm going through it. And they're the only ones who lightsabers kind of rotate, and they're and they're kind of mocked for it. <laughs> like you guys look so. I mean, they. they yeah, they look they look like dorks. Yeah. But that's okay. Because that, they don't not everyone has to look cool. But, but that's okay. But um but yeah, it's ten years later, so Luke and Leia, the twins, are ten years old and uh Obi Wan is doing his job, he's keeping tabs on him. He, he's you know, despite his his curmudgeon and decrepitness, he's still a, a, a Jedi master who's on who's, who's on a mission. And and mm-hmm. uh Joel Edgerton, who actually played Owen Lars in Attack of the Clones, back when he was a, a, a less known actor, he's more established now, uh, is back for Uncle Owen, which is exciting. And I love that scene. It was, it was released before the show came out, but getting more of it, like he left that little ship that Luke is playing with in A New Hope, that little um, ship he's like playing with, uh, just to, mm-hmm. to see him leave it on the homestead and then to have Lars smash at his feet, said, leave us alone, Ben. Like, like, you 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 failed to train his father. He's dead. I blame you. You're not gonna do the same thing to this boy. I, I'm his uncle. I don't care what we agreed upon. All you care about is if he's showing any signs of force sensitivity. You don't really care about the boy, right. which which isn't true. Obviously, Obi Wan does care about the boy. Like this is, if anything, this is his re- redemption. Mm. Um, his nephew. I, yeah, exactly. Um, I love the inclusion. And they did a great job of hiding this, of Leia being a really big, um, just player in this show. We 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 had no idea, and uh, they make the point. Bail Organa, played by Jimmy Smith, love that character, love that actor. Um, you know, they say it so like proudly in the show. Leia is just as important as Luke is because of the original trilogy. Luke is the Jedi, and she's just the the political rebel. You know, she gets mm-hmm. overshadowed, but she has. The, Leia has the force. Yoda's the Yoda actually wanted to train Leia, not Luke, because he was like, "Nah, Luke is gonna be like Anakin, and and we, I don't want any more of that." Uh, I well. yeah, Obi Wan was the one who was like, "That boy is our only hope," and Yoda's like, "No, there is another." That that's from Empire Strikes Back. Um, mm-hmm. So they did a great job of hiding this and the casting for Leia. Um, I have the name right here. I I want to say her name because she is killing it. Um, Come nope don't don't nope nope you're still holding on let go, uh Vivian Lyra Blair is killing it as young ten year old Princess Leia. This is very mature dialogue she's she's handling. It's classic it's mm-hmm. classic Leia dialogue. Um, that scene where she has to like chop down her her cousin because he's comes for her neck out of nowhere saying you're not a real Organa, and she's like yeah you, you know mm-hmm. I see right through you right. All you do is repeat what your dad says because you want him to like you because you're afraid he doesn't like you. I'm like, damn, like, <laughs> like, like you're kids like, are skating. <laughs> she's ten and she just analyzed him and and broke and broke him down, and he's like mocking her for being polite to droids, which is just a, a trait that all like pure characters have in Star Wars. They're, they're nice to droids, you know. Like if mm-hmm. you know in the real world, you know we we judge character based on how you are when you're in a position of power. Like how do you treat people who are in the service industry like you know how do you how, how right. do you, yeah um yeah that's a big uh that's a big thing i watch is how do you treat the the people coming to our table exactly 
And um, I want to give a big shout out to Deborah Chow and whoever she's working with for the um, set design. Alderaan looks exactly mm-hmm. the way um, uh, Claudia Gray described it in the Leia Princess of Alderaan novel. Alderaan is mm-hmm. beautiful. It's a beautiful planet. Naboo is still my favorite, but it just adds to the... Which one is Naboo? Um, where Padme's from. All the Gungans, um, waterfalls, meadows. Oh, okay. I, I, I don't like sand. That that that, that planet. Gungans? Man, Star Wars is so fucking <laughs> stupid. Oh, my God. <laughs> The Gungus. Oh my God! All right, that's real. Misa proposed. Yeah, did you hear like this emergency the powers just said? to the Supreme Chancellor? What is that? Oh man, <laughs> that is your description. The Gungans and the waterfalls and the what? The, the, what was the city? The, the meadows. Oh, the city is called Theed. Theed is the capital of, of Naboo. 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 Gungan. Man, this shit is so. <laughs> this shit is a whack, oh, bro. <laughs> it's so stupid. Star Wars is so whack, bro. <laughs> uh, uh, it's pretty tight though. It's pretty, it's pretty tight, tight in how stupid it yeah. is, you know. But um, Alderaan is beautiful. I love the relationships. Um, um, I I I love that you know it's it's there's so many parallels to the prequels and what and what Kenobi has been through. Uh, getting the call from Bale. Um, I was wondering if he was gonna hit him with the "You're my only hope" line. That'd be a little cheesy. I I wouldn't hate it, but it it would be cheesy if they did that. Um, a little cheesy. A little cheesy. And he goes, and it wasn't it wasn't bullshit. He accepts the mission. He goes out to the desert, and he buries and and he digs up the lightsabers, and he buried them together, you know. And it kind of calls mm-hmm. back to that line in A New Hope, where he's like, "Wait, old Ben Kenobi uh, knew my father." And he goes, "No, no, no. Um, he died around the same time as your father. Like, you know, like si- that line rings true because their lightsabers were buried together, and as far as." Anyone mm-hmm. else knows in the galaxy, and Anakin is dead. Um, the, the hero of the Clone Wars is dead, and oh, and oh, Obi Wan mm-hmm. Kenobi has been terminated. Even though um, the Inquisitor Reva is hell bent on finding him, and I didn't. Yeah, what's her deal? I didn't notice this the first time I watched it. I had to watch it again after. Shout out to uh, Christian Harloff pointed it out to me um, <laughs> by watching his his, his show. Um, the very the very beginning is Order sixty six after the previously on Star Wars. It's Coruscant. It's calm, a moment of peace. A Jedi Master is just training some some physical forms, no lightsabers with with some younglings, and then door swings open. Order sixty six. We got two clones coming in, guns guns blazing, and this Jedi Master. It the timing of it is unfortunate. It's it does have school shooter energy. You know this teacher yeah is giving her l- even stranger things oh really a, a little disclaimer yeah Dang. before this show starts they're like yeah we this was filmed a year ago so like you know whoops oh is, <laughs> is there like school shooting stuff in season four I, no no but but they just there's i guess there's school related violence cops not doing um, a damn thing i don't know um so so yeah like you know no, the cops and stranger things actually do their jobs so yeah like it's a fantasy show yeah hopper hopper is a, is a good cop uh but yeah like fantasy, we have pure fantasy yeah we have jet fake, <laughs> fake made up fiction fiction doesn't exist didn't happen fluff um we have jedi masters giving their lives to protect their students i'm like bruh um and the camera zooms in on the younglings and they kind of, if you watch again the camera kind of singles out the little black girl. Mm-hmm. I think that's why she knows that Anakin is Vader. 
because she was around, and these Inquisitors are recruited Jedi, or, 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 fall, or yeah. fallen Jedi. If she was around during that time, she probably saw Anakin in the temple running amok. I have no doubt. Like, this series starts... Killing kids. Killing, <laughs> killing younglings. This series started off with a flashback. We were wondering, or at least I was and other fans, are we going to get a lot of flashbacks in this series? Are we going to get any Clone Wars flashbacks? Are we going to get a 14-year-old live-action Ahsoka Tano alongside a uh, armored, you know, shoulder pad? Because you've seen Clone Wars. Um, Obi-Wan and Anakin have, yeah. like, have like a little armored sh- plating. Um, their battle-ready the battle armor. Ra- their bras. <laughs> it's, it's not a bra. It's battle-ready armor. Um It'd be cool to see that in live action as well. So, and this series starts off with 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 them um, a, a, a crazy uh, flashback. So that kind of answers that question. Um, speaking of Reva, Moses Ingram, Baltimore native, uh, received a lot of uh, racism, and I, you know, saw that coming. Uh, uncalled for, uncalled unacceptable. for, unacceptable. No need for it. It's racism is so stupid because of how she looks. You're just blowing up her spot, like fam. If if she was another Daisy Ridley, Amelia Clark, um, um, uh, 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 what's her name? What's what's her name from uh, Rogue One? Uh, Fel- Felicity Jones. If like th- these are three since Disney's taken over, they've casted three brunette white Brits as their leads in in, in three different <laughs> projects, fam. And you know, oh, Razor Mary Sue, and yeah, okay, you chased off. They really, that this is this is racism. Like you're complaining about her character, you're complaining about that. That's one thing, but you're complaining about how Moses Ingram looks. You're you're, you're coming yeah. for you're, you're you're commenting on her on her skin in an in a negative way. You're commenting on her on her casting being oh this was just a, a diversity hire. You're not actually good in the you know like like talking about I didn't know there was ebonics in the like. She, she's not you know yeah, it's, it's just stupid, stupid it's just yeah. stupid um so from there i just you know want to give moses her flowers i personally really like what she's doing um is she screaming too much i don't think she's screaming I, she's she, she's like obi-wan she's she's a woman on a mission there's a goal she's trying to accomplish she's butting heads with with mm-hmm. with the grand inquisitor who's kind of the 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 wolf, the, the alpha of the of the, the, the big dude. He's 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 the grand inquisitor. He's the boss, and she's constantly saying, "No, no, no. Let's do it this way." Um, and uh, and that kind of leaves us with uh, episode two because Obi Wan does accept the offer, the mission to go save mm-hmm. Leia, and we find out in episode two, Riva is is smart. She's cunning. She because she knows who Anakin is, because she knows who Vader is. She knows how to get to. Obi Wan. Oh, I, I know that there's a relationship there because I thought the Clone Wars. We we know that Obi Wan and Anakin are like a team. Um, mm-hmm. So, um, I'm gonna um, do this. I'm gonna hire about scumbags to kidnap Leia, and that's gonna lure him out. And I'm and that's when I'm gonna go in. Um, let's get to episode two. You had you had thoughts on characters, acting performances. You didn't, you weren't too. Um, so I I could really just save all of my opinions for the end because it's it just all combined into one mash for me. Okay. Um, but I I, I do want to just because before I say anything that I'm going to say, like first and foremost, the shit that she's been getting is it's disgusting. Disgusting. So 
it is yeah it's shitty but um yeah no i'll save my my thoughts for okay when you get through your episode two breakdown because nothing really stood out for me in the show because again i don't really care about the prequels gotcha. so a lot of those things are they're just straight up wasted on me mm. but um yeah no go ahead we can get um, into episode two and i'll i'll I could sum up everything. So Obi Wan leaves Tatooine, and we knew he couldn't. It's six parts episodes are almost, almost an hour long. Not all of them are. Episode two was like forty five minutes. Um, he can't stay on Tatooine mm. the entire time. It's like Book of Boba Fett all over again. Um, so he goes off world to a planet called uh, Dayu, Dayu, because that's where Leia has been taken. And um, uh, you know, it's 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 very kind of Blade Runner type. Uh, place it reminds uh, me yeah. of um it reminds me of i'm trying to look it up go ahead you can talk. It's, it's it's very cyberpunk let's just say that there's there's neon lights everywhere it's nighttime it's dark smoke coming from the ground very very blade runner very cyberpunk and um uh you know there's people once again offering Obi-Wan kenobi drugs uh you want to buy some death sticks and this time it's his own daughter ask offering him spice um yeah. And it's cool seeing him use that later on to get past the scumbags. Uh, one of the I, I didn't I didn't know who the per- I I had a feeling he was a, a a cameo or someone famous, the the lead scumbag <laughs> um Flea. He's the bass player for um the uh, Red Hot Chili Peppers, that, that old school mm-hmm. yeah band. Um, it, it was cool how he took took the spice and smashed it Mm -hmm. and they all got high and yeah that was funny um Mm -hmm. i will say the planet reminds me of of narshada from um from kotor 2 okay known as the smuggler's moon the smuggler's moon all right little coruscant yeah it was um yeah it reminds me a lot of that city oh okay that's what you're looking up to jog your memory okay um Mm -hmm. and Kumail Nanjiani, we knew it was in the series. If you saw the trailer, um, I didn't look at anything before watching. Yeah, um, I thought the way they revealed it was him was kind of whack, though. Yeah, um, the dramatic hood flip and it's like, oh, look who it is. Yeah, I gotta say, his style of comedy is not really Star Wars humor. That kind of stuff is something that, not like, at all. yeah, like it's it's very reminiscent to what Ryan Johnson, who again, no hate to Last Jedi, I like that movie, but the mama jokes that Poe has for Admiral Hux. I'm like, that's not Star Wars humor. Star Wars humor, again, as, uh, as uh, if anyone watches uh, Sith Council on, on YouTube, uh, Star Wars comes from the, si- sorry, Star Wars comedy comes from the situation. It's not from the directors or writers putting a joke in the scene. Star Wars comedy is um, Empire Strikes Back. The Falcon isn't working. They're trying to um, escape the empire. Like, uh, w- like mm-hmm. w- what's going on? I-, I thought you said you fixed it. Um, well, something's wrong. Well, would it help if I got unpushed? It might. You know, like it's it's the joke comes from the fact that the, that the Falcon is supposed to be this fast thing and it's not working. Right. Or or um in, in the Mandalorian, where uh, in season one he's complaining that the Jawas tore his ship apart because because they're because they're scavengers. And they're mocking um, his his Jawis and saying, "You sound li- li- like you're speaking Wookie." And he goes, "Okay, un- mm-hmm. understand this." And he and he and he throws the uh, flamethrower at him. Like that's that that's that's where Star Wars humor comes from. It comes from the situation, not exactly. Um, so for him to be like, 
Oh yes, I'm very. He I'm, just felt yeah. weird. He just <laughs> he just stuck out, man. Like I was just like, oh, this is weird. It felt like I'm. It felt like I wasn't watching Star Wars. Anymore. Yeah, it takes you out of Star Wars. That's that's what it does. Um, but it, it it was really nice to have Ewan to walk in and kind of bring him back. Like you just made that that family a little poorer. Um, you 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 uh, ripped them off, but he decides to help him in the end. Um. Uh. So that part is what kind of made i think is what made a lot of people say episode two was a little of a dip compared to episode one which was just full of full of greatness um Mm -hmm. uh but from there you know reva is kind of working outside of the inquisitors and she has every bounty hunter on the look for uh obi-wan kenobi and leia is smart she wants to know why all these people are looking looking for you. And I forget what she says, but she says something that makes Obi-Wan turn around. And he's like, how old are you? Because she keeps saying mm-hmm. things. She keeps, she keeps spitting these bars that are just years beyond her time. Uh, but that's, mm-hmm. that's the character of, of, of Leia. She's always, been, she's always been witty. Like There are things about us as people... Like, yeah, we grew up and we changed, but not that much. There are qualities about us that have been there since we were born. Like, the, 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 the goofiness and the silliness that is me has always been there. Since I was a kid, I was doing silly voices and impressions of people and, you know, be, being a, being a, a, a goofy and inter, a inter, little entertainer. Um, mm-hmm. Leia has always been this smart, witty, snappy, snarky boss of a of a character um which is why again no hate to solo but at the end of solo he's supposed to be the han solo we all know he's going to tattooing to work for for java oh so a new hope but his character is not the harrison ford we meet the, the han solo we meet in a new hope so like oh I there's see. a little there's a little mm-hmm. disconnect where this leia is 10 years old it's she feels like the character like but 10 whereas in the movie solo that the actor Alden Ehrenreich, he's great in the movie, but he feels like he's playing Han Solo's little brother. Like there, there okay. are qualities of Han Solo that just weren't there, and they should have been there since he was. You know, there are things that always make you who you are. But um, yeah, I think uh, uh, Vivian um, uh, Vivian Lyra Blair is just killing it, and I wanted to give her flowers. Um, uh, I don't. I don't understand any hate that that she gets either. It's it's really dumb. Uh, we've done enough to child actors mm-hmm. in Star Wars, like, like, like you know, <laughs> like okay. So uh, Ahmed Best says like before before uh, Andy Serkis was Gollum and King Kong. Ahmed Best was, really was a black man, a black actor. Was the pioneer for the motion capture work for Jar Jar Binks. He he was whether people want to admit it or not. He he was. That was before. Uh, Lord of the Rings, um, mm-hmm. uh, um, uh, Hayden Christensen, of course, got, got, got a hate, but you know they chased Daisy Ridley off social media. They chased Kelly Marie Tran off of social media with 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 with. with yeah, no, the Star Wars fans fan base are the is fucking garbage. Yeah, like, they, y'all nerds they, are fucking weird. They they, they, they attacked Jake Lloyd, a nine year old boy playing like his big break in Star Wars. Like, not sorry, not big break. He he said he 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 had um. That holiday movie with uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger, but um, but uh, you know this is Star Wars, and he got mocked for. It. He's a kid, and his his life really took a a, a nosedive, unfortunately. 
and I I don't want that happening anymore to children, to actors of color, uh, uh, child actors, actors of color. Um, it just it's uh, guys, it's Star Wars. George Lucas, the maker, said it's for twelve year olds. Star Wars is something you can watch on a Saturday morning. That's what it is. Stop complaining, like grown ass men in their mom's basement, dressed all the same way. Just chill out. Watch, watch. Yeah, I don't understand. The yeah. Star Wars fan base is so trash, and the actual Star Wars stuff is so disgustingly positive. I'm like, how did this happen? How did this like, happen? how are you a fan of this? I thought, I thought this I, disgustingly sweet product. Like, I, I, I thought this was about doesn't make any sense. I, I thought this, this whole franchise was about hope. I don't know why we're. Yeah, hope go. and holding hands and kumbaya fight against the darkness. Yeah, but um. Oh, that the darkness. The darkness. That's why yeah. they they against, interpreted yeah. it okay. fight against the darkness. Exactly. Um, Star Wars turned them racist. Turned them racist, fam. Uh, but yeah, this episode ends with um, she uh, Riva has Obi Wan cornered because you know she um, all her contacts are have been paying off, and she takes out the Grand. Sorry, she does not take him out. She runs him through with the lightsaber, but because of rebels, there's no way Dave Filoni, you know. Uh, retcons himself but some you know yeah he got ran through with the saber but he has to be fine he has to be alive because because of rebels oh he's a character in something else yes so he has to be alive oh okay um gotcha but because he looked pretty dead to me yeah um but when, when reva hits obi-wan obi-wan with the bombshell yeah uh by the way uh he, he's alive uh obi-wan's face like it's like he's about to have a panic attack and mm-hmm. he goes, Anakin, and it cuts so hard away to Darth Vader in the back to tank. And it's clearly Hayden Christensen. Like, it's like, like mm-hmm. you can see the, his eyes and like the brow line under, underneath the, the burnt skin makeup, but it's Hayden Christensen. And, um, and, uh, and yeah, so new episodes every Wednesday. It's only six episodes, so we have four left. Kathleen Kennedy. President CEO Lucasfilm did tease that this show is going to have the uh, rematch of the century, and oh. you know okay. this is definitely turning out to be Obi Wan's last ditch effort to bring back Anakin. Obviously, he fails because we know how it turns out. But in the Return of the Jedi, when Luke turns himself in, and he's like, "Father, let go of your hate. I sense the conflict within you. Come, come back with me." Darth Vader says. Mm-hmm. Obi-Wan once thought as you did. When? We never saw him attempt to save you. Revenge of the Sith, he pulls up with his lightsaber. Anakin, what the fuck is going on? You're killing younglings? Like, like draw swords, bro. Like, you didn't even attempt to say, mm-hmm. Anakin, you've been my brother and best friend for 13 years. What's going on? Let's talk about this. No. You didn't even try. I mean, to be fair, bro. You, to be fair. Kill children. <laughs> I'd probably wait to disarm you first before I asked you what was going oh, okay. on after I found out you just killed like 20 kids. Yeah. I, I would try and disarm you first before I had that conversation. Yeah, fair, fair, fair. Fair. You know, I'd just be like, damn, this nigga's wild. Fair, fair. <laughs> like, That's fair. But, 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 but the point still stands that Obi-Wan never actually tried. Like, we never actually saw him try to, like, Anakin, like, please, don't do this. Come back with me. Yeah. Like, the same way Han tried to save his son. Um, the same... It's, it's cl- classic Star Wars. Classic Star Wars. Um, that's what this show is turning out to be. I don't think the show is going to disappoint. Uh, very excited for it. Um, 
Star Wars Celebration was really cool. I'm excited for Bad Batch season don't two. Know what that is. Um, don't know what that is. <laughs> <laughs> oh, before you start naming off all that other Star yeah, Wars yeah. shit that I definitely don't yeah, care go about. Ahead, go ahead. Let me talk about this show. Um, yes. What's his name? Ewan? Ewan? You, Ewan? The great Scotsman, Ewan McGregor. <laughs> okay. He's he's doing great. Yeah. He's doing, like, absolutely fantastic, right? Uh-huh. He's really nailing the whole Obi-Wan thing. He's he's great. There's a problem I was trying to figure out the entire first episode, mm-hmm. and it wasn't until the, what's her name, Reva? Reva, yeah. Yeah, Reva. Reva was chasing um, Obi-Wan at, towards the end of the episode as he's running towards the ship. Mm-hmm. And she's um, yelling like, I'll get you, Obi-Wan, or whatever. <laughs> yeah. I was trying to figure it out. I was like, something has been off-putting about everyone in this show's acting except for him. And then I just realized it's that weird Star Wars cadence that um, George Lucas tried to put in everything. You know what I mean? How everyone in Star Wars kind of talks like a little bit weird. Oh, yeah. The speech patterns. Okay. Yeah. So it's like, that's why I realized it. So it's like, oh, these actors aren't doing a bad job. They're just doing what they're being told to do because that's how star wars characters talk yeah for some reason um so i can't blame any of the actors in the show because they're doing their job correctly yeah um but i i just i don't care for it i don't care for the the speech in the show all of the dialogues without you in in it yeah i i it's it's, it's i don't really care for, it's i found myself not paying attention if he wasn't like the main character on the screen gotcha. but you know that can change um i'm sure when uh mr sand shows up uh <laughs> things will get a bit more interesting annie little annie little annie it is you yeah uh, yeah um the child murderer child murderer um all right well yes i'm excited for this comes out every wednesday i believe so tomorrow new episode or tonight Mm-hmm. I'll be awake at 3 a.m. probably, so I'll watch it then. Um, probably. <laughs> probably. Um, let's talk about Atlanta, bro. Atlanta Season 3 wrapped, and thankfully, we don't got to wait too long because Atlanta Season 3 and 4 filmed back-to-back. So we yep. should get Season 4 fairly soon. But um, I think they said next year. Next year. Uh, let's talk. I think. Do you want to lead this, yeah. um, the le- guide this, uh, this portion not, of Atlanta? No. Not really okay i don't really have like much to say on an episode to episode basis i think um i think this i really like this season i like the weird twilight zone mix between like the regular plot and then like every now and then we'll get like a twilight zone episode which is just about this crazy shit that's going on Hmm. somewhere in the world i personally really liked it um I know some people didn't. A lot of people didn't, but I I, I really liked it. Um, I think the standout episodes for me is the one, the last two. So Paperboy wandering drunk throughout or, or high on whatever the fuck he was on throughout the the city um, with that girl Lorraine, and then the episode with Van being what was her name? Oh, um. I, f- I forget, but she was like, her French name. Fr- yeah. Oh, um, uh, yeah. Uh, Tare, Tare, 
Tarere? <laughs> I forget what it was. No, that was her. That was like her gang name. Oh, that was the name they were calling her in the streets. But she had like a, a little cutie cute, a cutie cute um French name. It's not Amelie, but it was something like that. Yeah. Whatever. Um. But yeah, those two episodes are like really big standouts for me. Um, I like those a lot. I liked the, the, what was it? The, the Trinidadian. Oh my God, Trinity um, to the Bone funeral. Yeah. Oh my that gosh, was great. so funny. Yeah, a lot of the just a lot of the episodes this season were great. And again, the thing I love the most about Atlanta is just the. It's not loud. It doesn't have the need to have like these like pause for laughter moments. It's just it's shot really raw. Mm-hmm. And I like that a lot. I like how how raw and dry it's shot. Yeah, it's still interesting and like visually appealing, but it's just like there's no cinematic flair necessarily to it. You know, yeah. it feels very like you're standing in the room watching the scene happen, rather it being cinematic. You know, it definitely has that feel. Um, so, yeah. I, 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 I overall I really did enjoy the season though. Yeah, uh, I gotta say I love. Donald Glover's fearlessness. Um, he's not afraid to say what he wants to say. And that's exactly what the show is. Um, anything mm-hmm. that's happening in, in the world, especially to black people, um, he has this platform and this show to uh, share his thoughts. And um, it's something I saw on, on TikTok, uh, something that he's doing. Uh, the, the term that was used was uh, Afro surrealism uh which is just this medium of storytelling where it's it's very much like the twilight zone but it's crazy because it's not it's just the black person's reality in this country you would think it's the twilight zone but it's not but like that's the whole point is to show how crazy and wild bizarre and fucked up it is to be black in this country like things happen to us we're like is this real life how is this actually happening right now? But it's only happening mm. to us and no one else is there to really witness it. And now we have this show so people can see like, um, uh, what was it? Um, I'm, I'm, tr- I'm trying to think of, 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 a, of a good one. Like the, like, um, Oh, the, the very, the very first um, episode, just all the, uh, um, allusions to what was happening, uh, in, in America, like like the two white women who abducted, who essentially abducted the, the the black children and and they adopted those black children yeah, and drove them off, off the fucking off cliff. The, off the cliff. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, the the fake forceful uh, traumatic hugging of the of the cop. Um, mm-hmm. uh, the, the 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 grandfather's three slaps in school. Um, dan- dancing on desks. <laughs> <laughs> The three slaps is hilarious. Like, like uh, and, and and the dancing on on desks, um, uh, like I really did love Trini to the bone. It, it it was it was hilarious. He's this wealthy white couple clearly does not raise their child. It's it's the Trinidadian nanny. This little white boy loves spicy mango curry on his bread in the morning. He he yep. loves Trini to, to the bone. He's been to he's been to a black or at least a West Indian church. Because he knows he knows he knows when they go. Yes, God. Yes, Lord. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was a. And his dad, Look at little Timmy. Little Timmy, and his parents keep looking like, "What the hell? Like, what? How does he know how to do this? Like, you guys didn't mm-hmm. raise him. You guys don't know what he likes to eat. 
you guys don't know that like um, the nanny sings a song to him to help, to help him sleep. Like you don't um you don't rub his back the right way. Like this black woman who's raising your child essentially knows what he likes and you're just you're clearly not there. And they got offended when they when they were told. Um, you guys were the only people who weren't there on on a family night or a parent night or like yep. like the teacher called them out, you know, and um, uh, so that that was really funny and and the inclusion of Chet Hanks who's been doing that yep. god awful Chetty Hanks <laughs> Chetty Hanks the white boy summer you know it's like whoa relax oh dude hold on have you seen um <laughs> the Z Way show is it his show. No, 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 no. Um, Z-Way, she like interviews people. I, I've oh, only seen like clips of it yeah, on um, Instagram. Like but she, all pink background. She, she, yeah, 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 yeah. She interviewed him, and it was it was hilarious. That man's unhinged. unhinged. He just like whipped out a random Joker impression like mid conversation. Yeah. Um. He, 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 <laughs> he seems on him. Um. Oh my. Oh. Yeah, but no, she's awesome. I love her. I love her stuff. Uh, all her stuff is fun. White fashion is a is a perfect example. Um. The whole. I- idea of black people apologizing for what white people do and yeah. like um i, I forgot the-, the character's name but um he was the gay black guy and he was like oh my god i love apologizing for white people i haven't i, I haven't paid for a meal and in 75 shootings i was like bro um Jesus. and like i mean hey, when they're on true <laughs> when they're on the panel and they say racism will, will be solved by 2024 <laughs> <laughs> and all the white people are like applauding. That's a reasonable timeline. Reasonable timeline like, makes sense to me. Like I that's not it. how it works. And it happened in this episode, and then it happened in uh, Rich Wigga Poor Wigga, where k- people who don't have black hair are using black hair products. <laughs> yeah. And like asking black people to wave check them, and like, what do you mean? Of course I'm black, and like they're trying to get waves, but like they're not. They don't have the texture for it. Or they're wearing they're right. wearing do rags and like they don't have the like what do you? <laughs> it's funny to me. Wave check, bro. Wait, wave check, bro. Um, so in the rich wigger, poor wigger, you know, the, this kid who's mixed, you know, he has he has the white, you know, fair fine hair. I think blue eyes, but um, but his father points points out um his wide nose. Now, oh, you can't hide that. But this guy comes to their school, and he's like, everyone is getting. Uh, a scholarship to college who is black and suddenly <laughs> <laughs> and like the guy who says it like his, his like his voice drops when he goes who is black like he's so serious like it's not it's not a game so now everyone is trying to it's the opposite of um the episode where like uh people were getting uh, reparations instead of mm-hmm. as, in that episode they're proving that they're not white because they don't want to be linked to any slavery, you know, lineage. You're right, exactly. <laughs> I was like, like, but what about you? I'm from, I'm Peruvian, but you were white yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> but you were white yesterday. And then in Rich Wigga, Poor Wigga, okay, well, now I want to be black because it benefits me now. So um, he doesn't get the scholarship. And it's it's an odd, funny little twist. When he's a white guy who's going, who, who seems to be going nowhere in life, He's no longer desirable to his girlfriend, his white girlfriend. But at the end of the episode, where he's, you know, leaning more towards his father's side, uh, with his buzz cut and the earring and like the, the the part in the head, and he changes how he talks. Um, you know, 
once he's you know just another nigga working at Radio Shack, suddenly he's 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 <laughs> he's desirable to his white girlfriend. It's 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 uh, it's hints of. I, I love I loved I loved it's it. It's funny. It's, it's great. That is my favorite part of the episode of just, you know, I've never been more attracted. The moment he embraces his black side, he's never been more attracted to this white girl in his life. Yeah. You know. And and, and that's what that's what Donald Glover is doing so well. It's so it's just it's the way he's navigating the black experience, what it means to be black, and how we're treated or how we're mist like mistreated or like you know just. Oh my God! This uh, and um, what 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 else? There was another one I I really did like. Um, I think it was uh, New Jazz, the one where uh, Paperboy ends up ends up tweaking on the on on the on the pavement in the in the goofy hat. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know where this lady came from who keeps following him and just is telling him how it is and te- and tells him about the, about his masters and how it's important and. The most lucrative part so of, yeah go yeah. ahead what do you think do you think uh, i i didn't know this was a debate but apparently it is um was Ern telling the truth oh uh yeah i think he was i thought he was i too, thought he was. But a lot of people think that he he the pause indicated him lying um oh i if, if anything i i if, if there's any debate about that episode i thought it'd be about the, be about the girl and like who is she and where she come from and like like she she thinks she can tell paper you know i think she's she's supposed to be the theory is that she's supposed to be something like um she's supposed to be related to his mom cuz his mom's name is the also same Lorraine name. and yeah. we know that yeah we know that something happened to her at the start of season 1 yeah. cuz Ern was like yeah so sorry about your mom and he was like yeah 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 so maybe right. his high took the form of his mom trying to look out for him and keep him from being in certain places you know yeah yeah it, in the way that moms do which is obnoxiously without getting any input from you and just yeah pushing forward and being yeah. like, no this is good for you and so that's how i think that some people were interpreting it. yeah and I, i'm bouncing all over the season because it's just it's just fantastic um yeah it's a lot it's a but, lot. But, but going, and there's not we don't need to like it's not a show you need to break down every not, part not of the magic all. is not breaking down every you know yeah every second and it's not even like a it's it's a story but like because it's it's funny like in season one you had all these actors in every episode now they're massive stars I don't think even Donald Glover can afford them in every episode because of of who yeah. they are now. Um, so yeah, we get episodes that don't even include the main cast. We get episodes like Trinity to the Bone and the Big Payback. Um, That's a good point that I hadn't thought about. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, just Afro surrealism, and there was a lot of debate also about the Big Payback. Um, you said it, it scared you. Uh, the episode scared you, like the idea. That shit was a <laughs> that that shit. Let me tell you right now. So many black people love that episode. That episode. Just if you want a horror experience, imagine that you're white and watch that episode. Yeah. Do you know how scary that would be? You're just living your life and bam, <laughs> someone comes up. Niggas found out that you you're the only reason where you are in life because you had that slave money. Slave money. And they're coming for you. Yes. Oh man, <laughs> I'd be sweating. <laughs> are you? Are you? Like, God damn. Are you Robert Maxwell? Uh, yes, I am. 
your great granddaddy owned my great granddaddy, and now you owe me three million dollars. Like, whoa. <laughs> well, it's, bro, that's that's that shit was probably a horror. I mean, but it was funny. Don't get me wrong; yeah. like, it was a comedy for me. But when I think about it as a white guy, you know, I'm a white guy in my 30s. I'm finally hitting my stride, and I got hit with that Whew, horror story. Horror story. Um, but yeah, I, I tweeted out that uh, Atlanta is a very important show. Uh, season three is very important. Um, seriously, uh, please check it out. Think about what you're seeing. Reflect on it. Um, Donald Glover is saying something really important, I, I feel like, this season. Um, please. I, I, I know when something doesn't affect you directly, it's hard to care. But, you know, colorism is a thing. Se- self-identification is important. Uh, black lives do matter. Um, and mm-hmm. our experience in this country is horrifying it is bizarre it is hard to believe it's real sometimes and this show is really capturing that um but yeah i i think uh i think we can wrap from there man i think i'm yeah uh, i said everything yeah. i needed to say. um uh i i need to i need to watch uh, stranger things yeah it's 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 really good this season was good this was a good season. Okay. I can't even hate as much as I'd like to. I can't hate. Okay, so I'm, oh yeah, yep. And that's the thing. I normally don't like child actors. Like I don't care for the the little girl in Star Wars, but it's not her fault. I don't like any of them. Gotcha. Uh, I don't like Home Alone. I don't like I don't like children acting. I never have. Gotcha. Except for Stranger Things, which is why I like it as much as I like season one as I did because I was like, wow, you got me to not hate kids in a TV movie thing. Yeah, that's impressive. That impressive. That's very impressive. very impressive. For me, for me, because I normally hate kids and things. I'm like, why is this child here? Yeah, I got you. You can find an, an adult who could play this child. <laughs> <laughs> um, like, uh, I don't know. But yeah, but yeah. So, like, I, I'm very hats off to Stranger Things, and I'm also watching this new sci. It's not new. This sci-fi show on HBO. It's called Raised by Wolves. Oh yeah, I I watched the first two episodes. I'm exactly. I finished the first two episodes and I'm on the third, and I'm I'm intrigued. I'm intrigued. Crazy. I'm, 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 I'm it, yeah. It's, I'm trying to see where it's gonna go. Is it, I'm trying to see where it's gonna go. It, isn't there? Isn't the character's name Campion, not Champion? Yeah, it's Campion. So dumb. Yeah. <laughs> so stupid. No, no, no. Shut up. Shut up. You can't say that. Just... You can't call any other franchise's name stupid hey. when you watch Star Wars and you love hey. it. They have characters in Star Wars named like Gloody Slopbutt hey. and like uh, Chimichanga Dude. Le- you know, y- like- leave Duncan Idaho alone, okay? Leave Duncan. Duncan, see, Duncan <laughs> Idaho is the complete opposite. Duncan Idaho is just fucking tight. I- like, really? That, that's my nigga right there. Like, it's like, yo, don't make me call Duncan. Duncan, who, Duncan I, Idaho. I, I love like- the character. <laughs> Everyone clowns the name. People say it's the dumb. The name Duncan Idaho. <laughs> that shit is hard. Okay. Duncan. That shit I- is hard. And then it's gonna. You see? You know what's gonna happen? What? People are gonna fucking do what they did with Morbius. Oh my god! You know these, the Morb jokes that people—it's so popular now. I was morbing out <laughs> four weeks ago, man. You know, <laughs> this is a new generation of Morbers you guys are dealing with, man. And I'm, power to them. I, I think I'm just too—I'm all morbed out. You know, I morbed too many times, if you will. So I'm gonna let these new kids—they—they they can take over. You know, the next generation of Morbs, bro. Any more? They, they got like a. A record-breaking 23-minute-long standing ovation at the Keynes Film Festival. That shit was crazy, bro. But um, it's, it's, well, don't you understand? Morbius is the goat. 
But anywho. The film makes no sense. We can end it Let's there. end it there, bro. The next pod will be probably Kenobi and Stranger Things, right? We'll talk. We'll talk um, about it. We'll talk about it. We'll figure it out. We'll figure All it right. out. We'll figure it All out. Bye, Sam. Right, Bye. Later.